invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. Today, forget Paris Hilton, forget Jamie Packer's lolly bags. The real oh. comedy gold is over the Tasman and over the legal limit. Yes, <laughs> it's the return of drunks in New Zealand. All your weekend football stats. And really on this program? Oh, big time. Good. Uh, who are Australia's most and least trusted? And how many of them are in this room right now? Man gets penis caught in padlock. Again, how crazy are our crazy retailers? I think they're bunging it off. <laughs> Gobbo's Up The Guts update. Oh, finally! The Australian film you need to see. Yes, and what about unnecessary garnishing? Oh, it's everywhere. And sizzle. It's all around us. Will pointed out. What else is coming up? Big Brother such and such has such and such career. I thought so. And co-hosting in the second hour, Chris Taylor from The Chaser, which mm. will give us the opportunity to use this sound... Fake. <laughs> That's right. We'll be using that as often as possible. Wow. It's all coming up on Get This. This is like a highly engineered racing car. Mm-hmm. One miscue. That's right. You take one corner a foot too wide mm-hmm. and it'll crash. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what I wouldn't be doing. I wouldn't be putting an L-plate driver in the cockpit at the moment. Well, sorry, we're stuck with Richard. Yeah. <laughs> That's Prince and his Raspberry Beret. Good morning, everybody. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier's hello, here, hello. and Richard Marsden's on board. Let's not muck around today. Let's no. get straight to Ed Cavalier's Sports Report. Yes. Struck match up the date, Roger. All right, uh, football stats from the weekend. One AVO, one fall outside a bar, and one alleged nightclub incident. That's it. Here we go. go. Get the struck match in there. I couldn't. There was room for a bus at the end there, but (laughs) not a struck match. How about this day, Tone? What? A little more sport. (laughs) Oh, we need the music again? No, no, I forgot. It was underneath (laughs) a bit of paper and now I've just seen it. Of course. Cashmere escapes penalty. Mm. Somebody Cowboys prop, uh, Ray Cashmere, was cleared by the NRL Match Review Committee of lying down yesterday. Mm. So basically what's happened is he's been uh, charged with lying down after, get this... He got hit in the head by another guy. You're joking. So he's been hit in the head, yeah. lying on the ground because his face has fallen off. <laughs> a trainer's trying to reattach it, and there's other blokes standing around going, Get up! Oh, look. I've, I've had no nose for six years. <laughs> See me complaining. I've seen all those lazy bastards in Baghdad. And <laughs> <laughs> guard the ball. Yeah. Uh, what about, how trusted are we on this program? Has that ever been... Um Subjected to any kind of public forum. I haven't been on the Today Tonight polygraph at all. Well, while we were uh, on our break recently, they published Australia's 100 Most Trusted People. Jonesy. Alan Jones? Yeah. He's way down at like 78. Really? 78. Obviously in the flag-waving demographic. Oh, he's through the roof. (laughs) Bit high. No, number one, Dr Fiona Wood. Who is that? Burn specialist. Mm -hmm. 2005 Australian of the Year. Really? That's someone fairly trustworthy. Fair enough. Turning in the U as a scientist. Number two, Professor Ian Fraser, cancer researcher, 2006 Australian of the Year. Fair enough. Mm. Number three, the Wiggles. Yep. (laughs) All right. Before any politician, (laughs) before any banker, (laughs) the Wiggles. I mean, you know, even that new one. He's been loved. He's been. Joined up yeah. straight in, straight into number three on most I, trusted. I would have had Captain Feathersword above them, but that's okay. I we know nothing about that new one. How did he get to number three? <laughs> 
Although, I mean, they, they're who you want on board. Like, if you've got a hot potato and you're wondering what to do with it, <laughs> sure, they are the blokes you turn to. Bindi Irwin at number six. What do we trust her to do? Terry Irwin at number seven. How's really? that? Doing very well. Sorry, Mum, you're not as trustworthy. Yeah, I don't trust you. As me. Mm. Down at number... Oh, how did this happen? Princess Mary of Denmark comes in at number 11. Is this most boring list? Yeah, that's probably... Yeah. Peter Cundall comes in at number 16. I know you're a big Cundall fan. I like Cundall. What was yeah. that? Um, the I mean, just mimed a wheelbarrow. Yeah, you mimed a wheelbarrow. <laughs> well, because uh, before the break, we got into some rather disgusting imagery. Yeah. Of, uh, oh, the sexual position, the wheelbarrow. The wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow mm. uh, made by Peter Cundall. Yeah, I don't think Peter Cundall, you know, <laughs> actually originated the wheelbarrow. We don't know that. Well, sure. you, can't, you don't know that for sure. I like Peter Cundall, though. It's very exciting, and it's a great TV show from Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Farnsey comes in at 22. Fair enough. Rove at 24. Your boss, okay. Mr. Mars. Yeah, Rove. Rove. Makes sense. When you see him next, 24, most trusted. Mm. Just mention that to him. Uh, high Five come in at number, oh, way down at 25. So High Five, 25, but the Wiggles are number three. Yeah. So what are the Wiggles doing right over High Five? Well, what I like is... Uh, way down at number 69, possibly just for humorous reasons, Naomi Robson. There it is. <laughs> so you love that. Naomi Robson, 69, Wiggles 3. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Although okay. the Wiggles, they didn't expose on a dodgy uh, dodgy car dealership, oh, which really, they? it was really hard hitting. Did they give it the <laughs> fake? Yeah, selling them. phony big red cars. <laughs> it was really... Hard-hitting stuff. If Today Tonight were to apply the fake stamp fairly, the one they keep throwing at the chaser... Yeah, yeah. It would just be on, like, every single break on their own show. <laughs> like, Anna Corrin would have to have... Hello, M- I'm Anna Corrin, <laughs> journalist. <laughs> just be everyone would just have earmuffs on all the time. Man chained to bed. <laughs> fake. Today, tonight, Australia's number one current... <laughs> guy who runs fake. current affairs at this station's credibility. <laughs> fake. <laughs> Turn it off! <laughs> All right, I'll stop mentioning us! <laughs> Unchain the pensioner! Unchain the pensioner! Home and away next, Australia's number one drug. <laughs> Jennifer Hawkins comes in at number 40 on Australia's what, 100. What do we most. trust her to do? Just to be hot. She's the hottest, most trusted. Is she? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I'm excluding Peter Cundall, mm. obviously. Koshy at 39. Then David Stratton, movie critic. Down at number 53, mm. Pomerantz, 56. Ouch. How's that people going slightly more trustworthy, that Stratton? Mm. Why is that? Is that because Pomerantz, seaweed on top of the head? <laughs> it's been there for 25 years. Somebody obviously overturned a, a tray at a restaurant. It's landed on there. She's not spotted it. And no, she didn't want to see like it was, she didn't want to be embarrassed. She's like, no, nah, it's meant yeah. to be there. I no, should it's say, meant to be there. I should say, by the way, I love Margaret Pomerantz. Well, I, I think your previous statement <laughs> might have uh, ruled that second one out there, Tone. I wish Margaret Pomerantz was my mum. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Imagine having a movie critic for a mummy. Come on. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I meet my mum, I'll run a comparison. <laughs> uh, who else we got? Bert Newton. Yeah, I trust Bert. 58. Mm. That's, uh, what about Ratface on the Today Show? Yeah, that, not, uh, not, not, sh- no? not showing up. Really? Kyle Sandilands at 84. Sandilands? Oh, Sandilands at 84. John Howard, Prime Minister, at 86. Yeah, but John's not friends with Robbie Williams. <laughs> that's that's the, that's his problem. He doesn't have a McMansion. Yeah. Uh, Jeanette Howard, interestingly, 65. Mm. Husband, 86. Uh, so there you go. Carl Stefanovic. Uh, oh, yes. Highest rated robot on the list, 61. <laughs> Done well for a robot. This is what it's I good like. good for a robot. So, just below, so Howard 86, mm-hmm. then 90, Lara Bingle. Oh, I trust them. Mm. I mean her. <laughs> <laughs> Fake. <laughs> 91, Barnaby Joyce. 
Oh. So how's that? Imagine if you're in Barnaby Joyce's electorate and he yeah. comes knocking on the door. Trust Lara Bingle just a little bit more. Could, could you, Joycey, could you go away and come back in the Australian flag bikini? It just helps <laughs> me. It just helps me to trust people. Those export tariff figures, I don't know, if Bingle was giving them Yeah, I, I just... Yeah. I'd ring a tad truer. Mm. David Hicks comes in at 99. Good on you, Hicksy. Crack yeah. the 100. Shake Halali at 100. <laughs> Fantastic. And he's just stepped down as well. Yeah. There's a new yeah. Mufti in town. There is. And see, he'd be higher if he'd be a judge on Idol like Kyle yeah. Sandler. That'd be a great idea. The three hanging judges. Not bad. Judge Halali. Judge Halali. Yeah. What's he going to judge, though? Oh, I don't just, think the women would go very well. I don't think the girls would get much of a run. The outfits, it's just a big butcher shop, that show. <laughs> it's not going to be happy. And no sign of Ed Cavalier. Oh, hang on. No, no sign of Ed Cavalier, but uh, Keith Urban does come in at 74. Flowers, Here we go. flowers drifting by the pain. Yes. In my dreams, so sweet flower red blue a pain. I don't even yeah. know if that is a Keith Herbert song. But uh, just a reminder, Bob Dylan is coming uh, yeah. to Australia soon. Tickets are available now. Okay. All right. I think we've heard enough of the music of Ed Cavalier. Mm. Let's have some journey here at Get This. It's just a small town boy. <laughs> Don't stop believing. <laughs> it's word for word, apparently. Please save us, John Butler Trio. <laughs> Thank you, the John Butler Trio here at Get This. Around the Nation on Triple M, good excuse. Uh, it's been a while, guys, since we had some... Uh... It's been a while. <laughs> He's going to sing. Jeez, he's a singing, dancing fool. <laughs> what is our favourite uh, network on Australian TV at the moment? Rich, what is it? Uh, well, I would say the Crime Investigations Network. CI, mm. Crime Investigation Network. One of your favourite shows is back. The Man Whose Arms Exploded, Wednesday, July 4 on CI. <laughs> it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Yep. Yeah, there's so much going on there. Our favourite thing they have on Crime Investigation Network is drunks in New Zealand. Mm. We're talking about Police 10-7, mm. where you follow the cops around as they try and deal with uh, unruly locals. Mm. Who was the first one out? The very first one we ever found. Was that Henry? He just got up and said, get the f*** out of my house. We'll pay you back. The reason was he thought I was fiddling with his woman. Always yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> On the fiddle. <laughs> okay, so we've had so many. It's been a gallery. Oh, it's beautiful. And I'd like to think we could assemble them all at the oh. end of the year for a, a moving, if confusing, <laughs> ceremony. Our favourite at the moment, I think, is... Uh, I can't remember this uh, bloke's name. Polynesian drunk, it says in the computer. <laughs> the bloke who just who went really aggro mm. for about a minute and a half and then just suddenly went... How come? That that got yelled at me. Really? That room, yeah, over the break. A number of things get yelled at me from passing cars <laughs> and from bars. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good way to see what our listeners are like. I try and get a glimpse at the people screaming at me. Yeah. And I was, I was walking along the street the other day uh, with someone who, I, who didn't know me very well. Right. And out of a shop window came a bit of... How come? And, and they said, why do people yell at you? I said, it's a long story, <laughs> all right? It's a long what story. What do you know about Rex Hunt? Yeah. <laughs> it's a long show. Uh, but, hey, on the weekend, this is our latest contender. Oh, now, you've got a picture, a bloke. Okay, uh, I've got my eyes closed. Uh, maybe, uh, possibly a married gentleman. Okay. In a shell suit. A tracksuit? And he's in a car. Okay. That may not be his own. When Mike breaks the news that the car is stolen, he gets an unexpected reaction from Paul. Car stolen. Well, it is. How do you know? 
Because I've checked the engine block. I've just told you, OK? No. Nah. I've checked the engine up. Well, you know what? I had now, another policeman go through now, the car. Hey, he didn't say it was stolen. Oh, step off the road, all right? I don't want you getting hurt. Bullshit. You want me getting hurt, all right? No, I don't. You should do. No, I don't. Now, listen to me. I didn't know the car was stolen. Well, listen, Paul, the only way we're going to get the guy who stole the car is if you're prepared to is tell me prepared about to the circumstances. Just well, say it, mate. Just say it. Don't, don't even run. Just say it. Well, knocking off only implies that you know something about it being stolen. I'll tell you what, you charge me for f***ing stealing it. Go on. That's not what I want to do. But I want to get to the bottom. Nah, you do. You want to lock me up for the night? Let's f***ing go. Come on. Uh, you think I'm scared of the cells, mate? I've well, no, I don't. I've my life in the cells. Hey, what cut that language out. You want to lock me up? Come no. on. I've done nothing wrong. What he's done there is he's marched over to the cop's car, opened the back door, and just sat in the back <laughs> and demanded that he be arrested. What I love is that on the, in the American version of cops, he would be tasered well and truly by now. <laughs> so tasered. He would have taken nightsticks to the brain over and over again before he even started walking towards the car. So now he's sitting in the cop car, and let's pick up the action. Let's go. I never stole that car. Well, I'm not arresting you. Why not? Because I told you... At this stage, all I want to do is get a statement from you to try and determine possession I of that vehicle. I bought that car from the Mangere Caravan Park. That is my car. Well, it's not. It's a stolen okay, car. Well, I'm going to grab all my gear. Well, you're not going to do that at the stage, eh? No, and it's what are you gonna... my Bible, that's all. Well, you can get your Bible, but the rest of the stuff you can get at a later date, all right? You might be law of the flesh, mate, but you don't know about law of the spirit. <laughs> now, there's one to try <laughs> on the cops when they pull you over. Law of the what? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Law of the flesh, that's your jurisdiction. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm over here in the Lord of the Spirit, so. <laughs> Where I can take as many chiquettas as I want. <laughs> so what he's done now is he's got out of the cop car and he's marched back to his own car, Good. which may be stolen, it's and then stolen. he's just decided he's not going to leave that car. With Paul getting more and more difficult to deal with, Mike decides it's time to make an arrest. I've asked you to refrain from using that language. Now you're under arrest for using oh, obscene language, all right, in a public place. Come hey, over there's here. There's nothing, there's nothing. I'm because you're under arrest, hey, Paul, listen to me. I'm going to get 10 years for that. I'm going to get 10 years for that. Let me finish, all right? Because yep. you're under arrest, I'm going to tell you now that you have the hey, right to consult. You know what? I was under arrest anyway. All right, well, hold on. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. Hey, listen. Get the f*** off Hop me. out of the car. Take me to the police Hop station. out of the car, Paul. Please hop out of the car. Thank you. Since when did you Listen use to me. the word, please? You have the right to consult with an instructor lawyer without delaying in private? Yeah, I will too. Yeah. As soon as we get there. Hold on. You're not obliged to make a statement? What have I done wrong? Listen to me. <laughs> what are you charging me for? I've just told you. You've been arrested for obscene language. Yeah. All right. Is that all? That f***, 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 All right. So what? Is hey, that hey, two hey, charges put now? Put your hands. Put your hands on the car. All right. Oh, you're hitting And last but not least... Shoot me. Go on. Last but not least... You can shoot me. You don't have to say anything. Go on. Anything you do say will be f***ing down and given an evidence. Shoot me. Do you understand those words? KKK. All right. Put your hand behind your back. Paul later pleaded guilty to using obscene language and possession of cannabis. Ah, I see. I was wrong about the drug part. Clearly. So there it is. That's the kind of action that's unfolding over on cable mm. on CI, the Crime Investigation <laughs> Network. Just rename it the Drunks in New Zealand Network. How Make us think, happy. How do you think they convicted him of obscene language? <laughs> think they had any evidence? <laughs> so much beeping in the courtroom. <laughs> All right, we're running way over. Oh, it must good. be get this in Triple M. Australian crawl here at Triple M around the nation. The show is, of course, get this. One... Bizarre brew. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just love hearing that. How come? I can't explain it. I just do. <laughs> hey, we haven't talked movies. Whole show. It's been on for like what? Twenty-five yeah. minutes. 
Nothing. And what are you holding there, Ed? An email. Two emails. Is it a good one? It's a beauty. It's from Shay Brasher and oh. Dave Hooten. Mm. Fake names. <laughs> uh, no way. Richard? Yep. Let's have an intro to our new Yobos Up The Guts segment. Cut price male strippers for your garage <laughs> and the bloke that runs the new car wash out of his basement present an update <laughs> on the Australian film Yobos Up The Guts. Oh, it's been too long since we heard what was happening with Yobos Up The Guts. Now, do we need to explain what it is? Please do, Tone, just quickly. Uh, this was a movie that was being shot last year. A lot of mm. talk on the program. Mm. The cast included uh, Warwick Kappa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter. Bill Hunter, and was there another? Mm. Uh, it was uh, Mark Jacko Jackson. Mark, Mark Jacko, Jacko Jackson. Jackson. I think maybe the, all those colonial, the, the wild colonial psychos that toured. So it was like yes. Roger Rogerson and uh, yeah. Cho- Chopper Reed and comedy wow. stylings of the <laughs> cast of Blue Murder. Uh, that's right. Well, this was a comedy tour that was going on simultaneous to that. They were shooting a movie. Mm. Now there was a lot of press over a brouhaha on the set outside the Woomera the detention, detention centre, centre where uh, a Russian film director who had punched Warwick Capper in the face. Yes, over creative different. And even the refugees who didn't know who Warwick Kappa was cheered, <laughs> clapped. Just something inside them told them that was a good thing. So the Russians buggered off. He's off. Hunter's then announced, I'm taking over direction of this film. Grab the helm. Wonderful actor, Bill Hunter. Mm. Not sure that he has any directing credits. Well, we're about to find out, Tony. And then the word was it was going to be coming out on DVD yep. November last year. Silence ever mm-hmm. since. Try Yobbo's up the guts into Google. Nout. Yeah, and there was also some whispers that it was like a groundhouse, a grindhouse sort of uh, Yobbo's Up The Guts meat pie double feature. Yeah, meat pie. Really. Well, we haven't got time to explain no, meat pie, it? but Ed Cavalier is oh, the main got character. The shakes. Uh, so what's the news, Ed? Listen to this. Uh, Warwick Kappa, the man himself, was on uh, a fine program, uh, the trip, one of the Triple M sports uh, programs over the mm. weekend. Yes. And he was saying that it's coming out on, ho- uh, on DVD by the end of July 07. Wow. Is it the Hunter Cut? It is the Hunter Cut. It's the official film. Yeah. Uh, and Shay says, let's hope it gets the same recognition as the other, uh, that other piece of cinematic mastery, Short Bus. Mm. <laughs> now, I can't confirm or deny that Mark Jacko Jackson will be performing some of the more intricate <laughs> yoga manoeuvres <laughs> of the cast of Short Bus. You know what I hear all the time from our listeners? Uh, I've been disturbed <laughs> by seeing Short Bus, sure. Mm. Uh, this is what I hear. It's always out. It is always out. Is that our doing, do you think? Or yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is that a yeah. bit full of us to think? No, that we we've, might have... we've pushed it. Big time. Wow. Mm. So there you go. July 07, that's next month. Mm. Yobbo's Up The Guts is coming out. Now, uh, I don't think it's fair of us to just uh, sit around making fun of other people's movies. Uh, no. So let's just go through our own uh, hideous credits. Okay. Mm. Uh, Mr. Cavalier, Meat Pie. Mm-hmm. What's the latest? When's this film coming out? Uh, I'm not sure, Tone, because mm-hmm. I think I think apparently the uh, your trauma. Studios is in, yeah, he's interested in uh, in releasing it on DVD. Really? Yes. The, the Toxic Avenger gang. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That tells you about the level we're working <laughs> on. Uh, and I know that the 28, new, 28 minutes of new footage of the director making love to a goat is really <laughs> getting it over the line. <laughs> I think the Weinsteins are interested. Uh, Mr. Marsland, uh, that film you were in years ago where you played... It's a kid's film. The Class Wag. Class Wag. Hey, Smalley, you're going to be a male nurse was the line. What oh. was the name of that film? Uh, Second Childhood, part of the more winners series on ABC TV. Any sign of a digital remastering? No, and no theatre release, which I was annoyed about. Although, I did make it onto the cover of the book oh. by uh, Morris. Gladsman, so really, fantastic. is that right? Yeah. Okay. Now you're a novelist in the background, out of focus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do. You're that a could book be. Runner. That could be 
anyone. Uh, and you? Uh, well, I worked on a, a film a few years ago, uh, possibly foolishly titled Bad Eggs. Uh, went quiet for a while. Mm. Taken off in Germany. That's right. I'm Australia's David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> they showed it on the TV in Germany yeah. uh, last week, I think. Oh, no, a couple of weeks ago, June 11. Any reports? And it's getting quite good reviews. It got a four-star review. Really? Although this is Germany, so I think it's out of 19. They have a different <laughs> system over there. But they've retitled it. What is it? It's been retitled Mit Volum Einsatz. What does oh, that man. mean? Mit Volum Einsatz. That's with an exclamation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That means it's comedy. Exclamation mark. And I've gone, what does that mean? So I've typed it into like an internet translation engine, and it's come back as with full use. <laughs> Now, I'm sure that's not what it means. I'm sure it must be something to do with zero tolerance or unlimited police powers. Yeah. Mit volume einsatz. Sounds like a breathtaking comedy. Aren't you the director of Mit volume einsatz? Get a photo, it's him. The guy who did Mit volume einsatz. I'm so happy. So if if you're German... Yeah. Although you're probably and not, you're not offended by that accent that, that Tony there, just did. Uh, call us up and tell us what Mit Volum Einsatz Great. means with an exclamation mark. Great. Because I'm sure it's not with full use. No. <laughs> oh, the lives of eggs. All right, that's everything out of the cupboard. Well, not everything, but enough for this break. Mm. What about the listeners? Let's meet them next. Get this. The usual suspects are at work. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It'd be get this around the nation on Triple M. Just leaving a gap in case some of the ads are still going interstate. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. It's very annoying. Mm. Not that this is an annoying program. It's get this on Triple M. No. We were just asking people to call in uh, German people or people who speak German. Or people not offended by Tone's German accent. Yeah, that's finished now. It's been erased from the master tape. <laughs> Uh, no, what happened was a film that a few people down here were involved in called Bad Eggs came out in Germany a couple mm. of weeks ago with the name Mit Volum Einsatz. Ooh. Translates apparently as All Out. Okay. <laughs> According to Nadia. Okay. Says something you want in the cinema? All Out? All right, fine. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, good, got here. it's good for the DVD borrowing because then All oh, Out ah, is All Out. that's good. You have to reserve then, it. You have to book it. Then people will think it's gone. It's not gone. <laughs> well, it's like those people who wanted to call their movie... Uh, Closed for renovations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so to when the plastic letters were up on the cinema. I don't know. Is All Out a good name? It's all right, Tone. Mit Volum Einsatz? Yeah. Really? It seems like more words than All Out. Yeah. Mit. Isn't that with? Yeah. Always. That's not All Out, is it? What do you think Volum means, Tone? <laughs> I don't know. An Einsatz? Not sure. There you go. Just turning into 40 Towers now. <laughs> <laughs> your, we so need, your knowledge of German, which is one word, look, tells I, you that that, that tells you that, <laughs> that doesn't work as a translation to your film. <laughs> Fair enough, Tony. You're the expert. I know Donner und Blitzen. Yeah, yeah. I know Schnell Schnell. Yeah. And I know Gott und Himmel, these Englanders fight like madmen. <laughs> I learned all of my German from Commando Comics. In fact, all of my German knowledge is taken from uh, Marty Sheergod Fifi Box's German file, yes, so no. that's why I'm so <laughs> very disturbing. inadequately briefed. Music time. Yes, what have we got? Well, I'm standing on a hill quite far away, Tone. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's raining. Mm. Uh, I've got a synthesizer that makes it sound like it might be Christmas. Of course you have. I've got some moody guitar. Here mm. we go. Two, three, four. Oh, the wind up here. <laughs> the wind in my necklaces. You going to sing on this one? A lot of feelings I need to get out. All out, if you will. <laughs> All out. Mit volum Einsatz. That's a deep breath for nothing. <laughs> and a sec as I continue to play guitar. Thank you, thank you. 
Let it go. Thank you very much, Rob Thomas. Little wonders here. Get this round the nation on Triple M. Well, it looks like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. Thank you very much to our Dutch <laughs> reporter there. He's keeping us up to date on all things rotten. Yeah, that's not German at all. We're making it worse. Yeah. Mit Wollem Einsatz is the German title for the Australian film Bad Eggs. Yes. Came out a couple of weeks ago. Nadia called claims it means all out. Mm, I thought surely mit means with. Mm. Ashley says the literal translation is with 100% effort. Well, that's more like it. Yeah. That makes it sound like uh, like one of those sort of B-grade action films, like Maximum Effect. Yeah, and definitely got a maximum. <laughs> executive <feel> punching. <laughs> executive you know? punching. But that means that Nadia called up, maybe she should have a bit of a gag by saying all out. Yeah. If you're going to ring up and say it's a translation, have the common decency of our, our Portuguese friends. Remember when we tried to translate something that Arnie said in Rio yeah, last right. year and it was just 30 people ringing up saying, it means bum face. <laughs> say, say bum face on air. <laughs> Mit volum bum face. Yeah, great. Uh, all right, we haven't mentioned our sponsors. Oh, no. the Nissan Navara. What a 4x4. Four four. It's in the studio. Richard, can you uh, crank it up a bit, sure. please? Hey, 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 hey. With its increased pulling power. Yeah. Oh, hey, very hey, good. Hey, Give hey, it a hey. bit more. Give a, a bit, bit more. more. Come on, Rich. There we go. Very good. Nice climbing. Likes yeah, to get luck. up and boogie, I tell you, the Navara. Does it? Really? <laughs> can you improve that? You want to be careful, though, because it's inadequately... Uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. What have you done? Oh, oh it's Meeple's four. Okay. Ah, oh, the Navara. Always chasing skirt. Mit volum einsatz. All out. No, let's lose that music. Let's keep it German as we climb Talkback Mountain. Why does it say this on my topic sheet? Unnecessary garnishing. Yeah, Tone. What's that about? Well, it's about a few things. Firstly, when you go to a... I went to a restaurant the other day. Mm. uh, I was trying to swank it up a bit. I was trying to impress somebody. So I took them to like a place that had cheese. Like, they're rich. Like, they cut it in front of you and they give you, like, a plate of cheese. But it's like a wooden plate and stuff, you know? Like, it's pretty classy. Right. But I couldn't... I had no idea what anything on the menu said because most of it was in Italian. But every time I asked what, you know something meant it's just asparagus they've got like 40 words for asparagus and they just chuck them in there to make me look stupid so did that do the trick yeah no there was plates with cheese tone wooden plates full of cheese so wooden plates with cheese leads to ash yeah 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 yeah. it's a dead set leg opener as they'd say on a more more crass program (laughs) they would on a a much crasser program than this one nikki was going she had a mouthful of soup (laughs) up to her mouth and she put it down and now she's leaving and that's the end of that she says (laughs) So that's what I'm talking about, She's Tone. Living mit volum einsatz. What and is when they go, and you know, when you go to a restaurant and they say, like, uh, would you like some, and I say, can I have some water, please? And mm-hmm. they go, sparkling San Pellegrino. Yeah, that's... No, get a bucket, go to the tap and bring that out, please. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't just have to be... Unnecessary. Food, just unnecessary stuff. Like when you order, say, one CD yeah. from Amazon... And you get a box that basically contains uh, an inflatable couch. Yeah. <laughs> with a CD secreted in the centre of it. Somewhere. Unnecessary garnishing. Here's Necessary another example. Garnish. The cover of John Law's 1973 <laughs> album, The Mind and the Music. Uh, yeah. Covered in unnecessary garnishing in the form of quotes from journalists. Okay, okay. Here's one, because I'm trying to read out one per day. I know you are, Tony. In uh, celebration of Laws's retirement. Listen to this. This is Ben Mitchell in Pix magazine. Some people look at Laws like a man who collects first prize in a huge lottery every Friday. That's 
what I do. If they knew the price he'd paid for his ticket, they'd look again. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm going to miss him. Big time. One down. <laughs> wow. That's right. Are you putting your name on the list, Richard? Uh, for um, for the the, the Lawsy Show. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be great fun? I'm How happy is it? Someone here pointed out to me today, the business section is just full of the bloke who runs whatever station he's on. Obviously sad because yeah. Lawsy's leaving, but unable to resist the world's biggest smile because he's just saved about seven million bucks Don't a week. Don't have to pay any more of the gold <laughs> microphone socks. Oh, it's terrible. He's going. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> I love the shot on that album, The Working Class Hero in the Middle of Urban Decay, the Bentley just out of frame. There That's it right. is. I'm imagining. Just an alluring wheel. We will put that uh, album cover up on the website mm-hmm. as soon as they finished it. What is going on at the true? I mean, I don't want to suggest it's unnecessary garnishing, uh-huh. but bells, we've got them. Whistles, yes. <laughs> it's all there. Yeah, triple m.com.au. Unnecessary garnishing, Mr. Marsland. When you take your car to get a service, yeah. mm. they clean the key that you give to you. Oh, I like that. that. Give to them. They? They, they clean it. They, they give that a bit of a, you know, really? a spin Someone's like key detail. And also, I'm not sure if they're actually just giving me a message here, but mm. they leave a lovely bag in the car for rubbish. <laughs> for rubbish in. Now, that's unnecessary because well, I know that there's bins outside. I can find a bin if I really need one. Yeah. I choose to keep my car in a relaxed state. <laughs> yeah, Richard, I found uh, six or seven orphans huddled together for warmth underneath the iced coffee, the discarded iced coffee. Oh, yeah. Cartons in your car. We, we made a midnight run to the airport, Ed and I, that was something else. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. That's what we're talking about. What are, they, what are they chucking in there? You just don't need. Thanks for plugging Midnight Run. Very yeah, nice. There you go. We yes. love Midnight Run. Yeah. No okay. unnecessary garnishing there. What is it that's unnecessary? Mm. I, you know, I'm getting that no one's going to call feeling. So am I. So let's just see what happens. <laughs> One triple three five three. The understated sounds of Evanescence here at Triple M. That's bring me to life. The program is Get This. You're listening to Talkback Mountain, where today we're saying, give us an example of unnecessary garnishing. It's all around us. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, guys, how are you? Excellent, mate. Uh, Talk us through it. Uh, You guys might find this controversial, but I reckon uh, commentary tracks on DVDs are all Very controversial, John. We're hugely into them in here, but I know what you mean. Sometimes there's a bad one or... What's an example of one you didn't like? Well, I, I, to be honest, I've never listened to one because they're just a waste of time. Yeah, um, you need to find a funny one to listen to. Look, the one on failure to launch is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Some of the uh, insights into McConaughey's abs is just incredible. <laughs> the bad ones are where it's two people and someone will start to say something and they want to go, hey, no, no, I haven't seen this for ages. And yeah. they just sit there <laughs> listening to it or just describing what you're seeing. There yeah, are some good ones. The, the, the road trip one, it's a drinking game. That's yeah. what they're playing during. And there's another one, I think it might even be for European Gigolo, where uh, Rob Schneider has got, like, Ebert and Roper in to review the film yeah. as they're, like, two of the critics who hated the film. I think it's the word Rob Schneider that's putting us <laughs> off. There it is. <laughs> is there any uh, DVDs you'd like to recommend, though, John, while you're there? Uh, best in Show is a cracker. Best yeah, in Show. well said, John. But he's right. Boring commentary. Yeah, well said, John. All right. Thanks, nice. mate. Thank you. Hi, Shane. How are you? G'day, guys. Uh, uh yeah, sorry. This is, this is what we call the unnecessary garnishing of right. the segment. First of all, so I'm the guy who used to email you from Japan talking about uh, teaching Japanese kiddies in Pete Smith style, all that sort of stuff. Hey, I'm shooting everything. We, uh, I'm back in town. And does this mean that there are, you know, kiddies getting around saying, next up on nine, surprise, surprise, in Japan? Yes. Yes, I know they're missing me, but uh, and I'm, you know, I'm sure they'll be looking for the best of Pete Smith DVDs coming out soon. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I want to talk about is the 
basically in sports events, like the other night at Wimbledon when it's rained out mm. and they know there's not going to be any play for hours, but they try and talk it up like we're going to be coming back just after the break. Play will be resuming soon when they know it's going to be rained out for hours. Yeah, absolutely and right. There are people in rowboats rowing yeah. across the courts <laughs> and they're saying, yeah, yeah, around the corner we should be playing some tennis. And the other night was the funniest one I've ever seen. They do like the intro to Wimbledon, right? The start of the championships and all the history and... Yeah. All the winners and that. And Ken Sutcliffe's on, on centre court and he goes, Welcome to Wimbledon, the home of tennis, da-da-da. He goes, Unfortunately, we've got some rain, but uh, we're going to re- get into play as soon as they get underway. We'll be going. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy this episode of Wife Swap. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I just want to see the conversation between Ken Sutcliffe and the producer who tells him, Righto, Kenny, mate, there's no play, but we're cutting the wife swap, all right? No worries. Okay, cheers. No, that sounds good. No problem. I brought my own tape in to watch it, so yeah. I've yeah. got to sell wife swap. I'm standing in the rain. I've got to swell wife swap. Okay. Yeah. Imagine if they then went to that and wife swap was rained out. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell? I might Thank have mentioned you, this on air before, but once the cricket was rained out, and you know how sometimes they throw to another game. Old great, an old but, game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richie Benno. This is only two years ago. Threw to another game, a replay from the seventies. That game on tape was rained out. That's wow. true. <laughs> that sounds like a joke. It actually happened. That really happened. Unnecessary garnishing. Have we got any more? Hi, Silo. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Excellent, mate. Uh, what's unnecessary garnishing? Underpants. Uh, are you uh, are you going commando as we speak, sir? Of course. And uh, where whereabouts in the country are you? I'm in Melbourne. And what's the weather like in Melbourne today? Uh, pretty crap. Pretty crap. And you're pissing still pissing down. You're, it's pissing down, and you're still going with it. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. uh, can I ask uh, what level students are you teaching? No, sorry. <laughs> what is your job, sir? What do you do? Um, I deliver ducks. I'm driving the duckmobile as we speak. The free-balling duck man. Whoa. <laughs> Ow. Why are you delivering ducks? Well, because people people want ducks. There you go. Really got to have ducks. There it is. I can't deny that. People do want ducks. <laughs> Corrupted ducks around a man with no <laughs> underpants. Okay. Well, if you want your ducks with a little extra on the side, yeah. this is the man to call. Thank you, everyone. Silo. That's I want to hang on to his number. <laughs> we might need to keep that guy's number. Yeah, please He's going to be useful. Thank you, Silo. Hey, guess who's... Thank you very much, everybody who called. Thank you, everyone. That's enough unnecessary garnishing. Mm. No garnishing required for our guest in the next hour. We haven't had him in here before. Very excited. And he's going to be here with us, and we're going to, well, we're going to put him in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they do with the chase of people They now. do, yeah. Everywhere they go. Under scrutiny. They're under scrutiny. Yeah. We're going to do that too. Yeah, good. Have we got one of those things that goes with fake? I think we do. All right, that'll be in the next hour as we're joined by Chris Taylor. Get this. People are packing their bags and leaving, fleeing. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Because I can if I don't because I wanna People want ducks Be ignored by the step and the board Because I'm gonna Sorry, that was a caller in the last hour, Silo, who claims that uh, people want ducks. How come? I don't know. know. It's mystifying. It's the second hour of Get This Mm. on Triple M. And uh, have we got some fake applause? Fake applause for Chris (laughs) Taylor. Hello, sir. For the chaser. That's too sincere. (laughs) Can you make it sound fake, Richard? Let's see what I can do. We'll give it the fake stamp. Are you sick of getting the fake stamp from today to today? I walk down the street and people are putting fake stamps on me (laughs) these days. Try to order a kebab and people don't believe I actually want one anymore. (laughs) My whole credibility is down the drain. We're going to do... well, it is nice to be on a show that's not today, tonight, or a current affair. Can I just hear the first commercial entity? 
it's not hosted by a woman in shoulder pads. <laughs> That's had me on. <laughs> do we want to get out the fake stamp for this hour? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, if we let's, got do it. let's see how many we can rack up in an hour. You go on there, Ish. Fake. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's out. Because, uh, look, we'll talk about this. I want to sizzle it up for the next break. Yeah. I was actually approached to tip a bucket on you guys. Oh, they tried to rope me in. I think the anyone whole... who's ever done a comedy show, like I think, you know, Russell Gilbert, someone who had a bit part on yeah. the comedy sale. I know that the uh, <laughs> I know that Con Lafruta has really got in hard yeah. on you guys. Yeah, I know. So. I know. Wickety wacker preparing yeah. a dossier. <laughs> One of the fat chicks from The Wedge, I think, was approached. It was, no. One of them. All right. <laughs> Let's get all the, the funny allegations. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the hysterical one. Let's get it all out on the table in this hour. Get this. Simple Minds. Thank mm. you. That's enough of that promise. <laughs> Mr. Miracle here at Triple M. Let's get this. Our guest today for this hour, well, what do you think about him, Rex Hunt? The first bloke came down from Sydney. An easy-going, affable type of bloke until he crossed the white line. Then the fever set in. Big time. Okay. Okay, okay. Mr. Vying, as Fair always. Enough. Give him a round of applause. It's Chris Taylor. Yes, thank you. Great to be here. From the chaser. Now, Chris, I'm sorry about that. We're obsessed with Rex Hunt in here. I'm not <laughs> sure if you're a follower of his work. I'm a very big fan of Rex. We're going to have a lot of Rex in this hour. Mm -hmm. What's the latest on him, uh, Ed? What's that tone? Because he was not allowed to use sound effects on his radio show. Yeah, no, so no. I'm not sure if this is a national issue. The bells and whistles are gone. <laughs> the oh. fat lady will sing no more. Yes. John Sowes had to leave. And the dog had to leave. The dog. He's Sorry, John. All about. He sacked a dog on his own yeah, radio show, Chris. Yeah. Some did. Yeah. Is John Howard went into this? <laughs> oh, forget about the indigenous community. There's, there's a dog that's out in its hind legs in the gutter. Oh, look, and, and a mare. We need a rescue mm. package. <laughs> we do indeed. Hey, you know, I know it's uh, Wednesday. Is the chaser technically on tonight or is it repeats? I think it's repeats. Right. I think it's repeats, and uh, right, so we're, it's we're hoping it rates better than the actual show because <laughs> it's back. It's the old season when it was funny. So yeah. technically, it's fake episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is going it's on? The there? illusion of topicality tonight. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about Beaconsfield, just go with us on that. <laughs> like, well, I uh, got a phone call on uh, Friday from today tonight, mm. wanting me to come. Uh, was it Anna herself? No, it was Minion. Oh, yeah. oh one of the Minions. It was a drone, uh, and they said, "Look, we want you to come in and be interviewed." And I've gone, well, what's that about? And they're going, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> now, who's going to say yes to that? <laughs> my my first thought was, oh, which member of my family have they managed to track <laughs> down? <laughs> my next thought was it's something to do with the nation. Uh, and I hadn't thought that, of course, it would have been about the chaser. It seems like every second night they're doing something on it's the chaser. It's a running story. Were you on Current Affair as well? I think on the same night you could switch back between the you two. You could and, and not lose the narrative flow. <laughs> <laughs> the they were in sync with each other. I think the words irresponsible were bandied about. Uh. And have you got that sound there? Because this is the sound they constantly use. Fake! Oh, yeah. Now, oh, yeah. it's a comedy show. Yeah. I mean, why should... Who cares if it's fake? Yeah. Isn't that the idea? Well, I mean, not that it is, but if it is, like I'm saying on this show, we might say we're going to be speaking to Peter Costello. In fact, it's just me running out there and doing a silly voice. Uh, <laughs> what? Now, because it's not an... It's not the 7.30 report. No, not yet. It doesn't not really yet, matter. <laughs> It just seems ironic to me that you've got people who are pretending to chain pensioners to bed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And they're pointing the fake stamp at somebody else. You know you're in trouble when you're getting accused of fakery by the program that pretended to be in Mallorca when they're actually in Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> chasing Christopher Skies. That's right. I mean... See, if you want I mean, that. and they're a news show. Yeah. That's right. Like, it's yeah. an actual news show. Yeah. And then there's that other thing that they do quite a lot, which is, I think this was actually on Current Affair, they actually went out and made some news. 
there was a story about what mm. would happen if some drunks were walking up this street mm. and mm. tried yeah. to get into their car. Would the people over there try mm. and stop them? Mm. It's not actually happening, so we're going to set it up. It's like suddenly it's like, you know, Don Lane's You've Got to Be Joking yeah. from the 80s. <laughs> And it's being passed off as current affairs. Expect Beetle to come out at any second. <laughs> <laughs> Corrin's about. Corrin's about. So, I mean, you know, are they taking the piss on themselves? Is it just an elaborate piece of satire? Look, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, we, we, we don't take it too seriously. I guess, I mean, they were right. I mean, about 5% of the show is set up, but you're, it's a comedy show and we don't really but to we me, don't feel that guilty about it. The only... The only our, the, on the chaser, our first position is to do everything for real. But it, there's some sort of wowsers at the ABC a little bit higher up than us. Yeah. Who always say, oh, no, you can't walk into shops with a stocking on your head. Yeah. Or you can't drink beer in a church. That, <laughs> <laughs> that might offend the Lord. <laughs> that might offend Anna Corrin. Uh, so, you know, occasionally, and anyway, because it's scheduled, it's already in the rundown. And if we don't do it, we've got a hole in our show. So we, we mock it up. Just, yeah. to, just to make the half hour. But, but, but yeah, it, it's, it's weird how they were making out like this was a huge issue as if we were the Helen Demidenko of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it's like you can sort of, if something has been slightly fake, you can usually spot it. Well, that's what I would... It, 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 there was a case of no shit, Sherlock. I mean, <laughs> with the one they kept running was Anthony <laughs> Mundine, who just happened to be hanging yeah, out. That's like, right, in the yeah, yeah. like, of course he hangs out there in boxing gloves. W waiting for his cue. <laughs> day after day, hour after... Is he coming out? Is yeah. someone from the chaser yeah. coming? Precision comic timing, wasn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I would have thought most of it was pretty obvious. But no, no, they had their scoop. But you can always, I mean, when's a real reaction from someone? You can just tell. You can yeah. go, that's real. Yeah. But okay. All right. Is there any more to this story? Are they going to keep on with it, do you think? Well, the, 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 the funny postscript, can I give you a scoop? Yeah, please. Because, oh, yes. you know, they're all aggressive, you know, when the cameras are rolling. But Anna Corrin turned up unannounced to our rap party last Saturday. What did she just waltzed in. Wow. And we were sort of wondering, is there, is there a shonky builder on the premises? Yeah, is she yeah, looking for a well-fed sheet in the bathroom? Or <laughs> <laughs> she, did she have a camera hidden on her purse? No, but she had a large fake stamp. Just the, you know, this is like an old one that like the banks have. <laughs> well, we're saying today, uh, and did you have a conversation with her? How did that go? Oh, it was a little bit... Well, I thought frosty? Be, yeah, frosty. Mm. You know... Well, we're saying today... She segued even in conversation. <laughs> like, what's her best segue? What's her best one that you've heard? Oh, she... Oh, what was it? She went from a story on... Like, it was sort of... You know how they do banks ripping off pensioners? Oh, yeah. yeah. That to a... What the stars are wearing at the Logies. Yeah. And it took her about four steps <laughs> right. to get from banks to Logies dresses. <laughs> and it was... I, I can't... Unfortunately, I can't remember the wording, but it was... It was. It, it took up half the show just to, just to go from one <laughs> story to the off. next. What we're going to do today is we're saying, why should today, tonight, have all the fake stamp fun? Let's start just throwing that stamp around. Have you got it there? Yeah. Fake. Let's biff it about next on Get This. Okay. What was that? That was Powderfinger. Powder Here <laughs> in Triple M on Get This. Lost and Running from the new album. We were just uh, talking off here with Chris Taylor, our guest today from The Chaser. Yeah. Chaser repeats going out at the moment. And some, let's just get it out of the way. What's this musical you've done? Oh yeah, um, you've forgotten, haven't you? <laughs> this is on in Sydney. This is it's on in Sydney at the Wolf Theatre. It's uh, it was you know when you got a bit of time on your hands. We had, we had a long recess between series of the Chaser over summer. We had about five months off or something. So me and Andrew Hansen sort of we hate musicals. You, well, you There's, say that, but you love busting them out on that show of yours. Oh, but it's it's always we, we hope it's sort of always ironically or something because yeah we do that segment if life were a musical. Yeah. We always reckon that what's wrong with musicals is that they're so unrealistic. You know, as if anyone would ever burst into song when they're buying a pair of jeans. Mm. So we, we show <laughs> what that would look like, and and this sort of came from a similar place. We just you know. 
Marina Pryor or Sarah Brightman, it doesn't really sit right. You know, you, you, so there's a bit of an alarm goes off whenever you see the name Marina Pryor on, <laughs> on a program. So, so you're saying that if people hate that kind of gear, they should come along. Come and along see. and see this musical. <laughs> yeah. okay, there we go. Sort it. It's a uh, it's a John English free zone. Oh. Uh, there's no pirate material. It, and look, it, it's a piss take musical. It's sort of rewriting the story of Julius Caesar as, right. a, as a sort of uh, toga comedy and. It's um, yeah, it, look, it's very silly and undergraduate. Any uh, dancing chimney sweeps? That's what I like to see at the musical theatre. Oh, a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to be a dancing chimney sweep. Mm. But hey, let's look enough about this musical business. <laughs> I want to get back to the fake stories of the chaser, only because the other day on Today Tonight they were basically accusing you of speeding up the film. Is that right? Oh, were they? No, is this the the, the one with the, the mobile the billboard? The mobile billboards. We did speed up the film. That was fake. Have we got a stamp there? <laughs> fake. <laughs> to me, it's fairly obvious when the film is better. <laughs> you know, imagine if other comedy shows were subjected to that. <laughs> Give it to him. <laughs> there you go. Take that. Cop that hill. Yeah, that's Charlie Chaplin. He <laughs> was all fake. But you know, speeding you, up the footage. It's you know, it is a comedy show. You like you say. Will today tonight be busting out the expose on say David Copperfield? He claims he saws a man in half. <laughs> fake. <laughs> You know, uh, neighbours. Not actually really yeah. happening. Oh, All done on, with actors. Hang on, hang on. Springfield doesn't really exist. Oh, <laughs> done with drawings. <laughs> 24 of them per second. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, enough about that. You know, we're thinking, let's have some fun with this fake stamp. Mm. Is there anything you'd like to brand as fake, Chris Taylor? Anything Ooh. just off the top of None your head? Out of the man of Corrin's credibility. Oh, oh, give it there it is. There it is. <laughs> right there. Yes, Mr. Cavalier, you've got an example. Yeah, the letters in TV Week. Oh, you say fake. Oh, look out. That's have, heresy, Cavalier. Have a look at this. From Taylor, actually, uh, this one comes from, suspiciously, Chris. Uh, uh, it says here, I love All Saints. Well, there's your first problem. Especially the older episodes with stars such as Libby Tanner, the Halcyon Days, and Bentari <laughs> in them. When will season five come out on DVD? Now, first things we've got to worry about... <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> Too much. Is, are there four series already out on DVD? There sure is. And Good Guys, Bad Guys. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Selling as well as Entourage? <laughs> <laughs> it's just everything is coming. Like I say, the most idiotic sentence I've ever heard on television. Have you started your Aloha Low collection today? <laughs> no. No. What's what's happening? Uh, and listen to the Ed, answer. when are you going to start it, mate? Well, I, Everyone's I, talking. I've been trying, Tony. I've been getting through Jeez. Good Guys, Bad Guys. <laughs> Listen to this. The box set is due to hit stores on July 7th. This is a letter. Yes, and this is the answer. <laughs> but here's the, pay that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Chris, it won't include any special features. Oh, oh give it the fake stamp. Fake. That's right. Who's writing Who, these letters? It's going to have to compete for shelf space in the ABC shops with only fools and horses now available <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> How are you guys going with your DVDs? Uh, you know, I think you did something nobody had ever done before on DVD, which is to put out the DVD of a series before it's actually finished going to air. <laughs> yeah. Had that been done before? We hadn't finished filming the show, and I think the DVD was in shops and selling quite well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you could you could watch the episode before it had even gone out, skip which is forward. odd for a topical show. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And do you go in for, because I'm working on the uh, Barjass Olden Days. How late's that? That's, when, when, did, when did you make that? Uh, 14 years ago. Yeah. And the ABC, no interest in putting it out for the last 10 years. Yeah. Then I get on here on this show, and I mention that it's on YouTube for free. Get off here. The phone's ringing. Mm. We want to get it out for the Father's tricky, Day. The trick is you need a Kath and Kim tie-in. If you can, if you can sell to <laughs> ABC Enterprises, which is the department in charge, that there's, you know, yes. that, that Gina Riley does a walk-on. They'll put a big stamp oh, on the cover and, and they'll, they'll put a... 
poster display in the windows, you'd be laughing. Yeah. And the oven mitts. We need some barge-ass oven time. mitts. <laughs> sell a lot of oven mitts. <laughs> That'd be a big oven mitt. Mr. Marsland, do you have an example of something that you'd like to give the fake stamp to? Oh, a, a service station which has just opened in the city of Melbourne, which is environmentally friendly. Fake! Oh. Now, I'm not suggesting it's not. I'm not suggesting that the fuels they exactly sell... Exactly what you're doing, Rich. Because they're, they're sort of uh, spliced with ethanol and... Uh, and other sort of bio-diesels. It's healthy, is it? It's healthy yeah, to yeah. John yeah, Howard's healthy. brother's pockets. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that's not a real service station. No. no. Because they sell they sell healthy foods inside there. Ah. They can't... They oh. sell healthy hot dogs from free-range lips and assholes of pat- yeah. pigs, and, pigs and cows. <laughs> that's how fake it is. I don't buy an enviro-friendly server unless Al Gore is personally filling you up yeah. <laughs> at the Bowser. Fake! Here's an example of that sort of thing. This was in The Australian. You know when they have a story that's so ludicrous and so ironic that surely it can't be true? Yeah. What do they call that? It's like the odd spot. The odd spot. Or yeah. the, the Sunday funnies. Weird world the of. Odd spot. Here's has been one. keeping breakfast radio teams alive for years. <laughs> it's the odd spot. And us. <laughs> you bringing one to the table, Tom? This is one. I, don't, I couldn't believe this when I read this in The Australian. News limited to spread climate message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Murdoch newspapers. Listen to this. Tony Wilk. Head of the company's Environment and Climate Change Department, they have a department now, says, I think the single biggest influence we can have as a company (laughs) is the influence we have on the public. When asked uh, why their News Limited papers had spent the better part of the last 20 years denying the existence of climate change, <laughs> Mr Wilkins suddenly remembered he was double parked and ran from the building. <laughs> I reckon that's fake. Suddenly pretend to be green down at News. Nah. Going to recycle their page three girls in the sun? <sighs> the same one every week. <laughs> and uh, many of them, apparently. Fake. Uh, there you go. Now, what about, um, you know, anything? Can, can it be anything? Anything. Is that, is that right. what we're looking yeah, for? Anything you like, mate. So you could say, uh, like, the marriage of Tom Cruise. Lavender. That's right. <laughs> we're suggesting it's lavender. <laughs> no problem at all. Call us up with what you reckon is fake. Or lavender. One triple three. <laughs> lavender, five, please. Three. Get this. The majority of people have got through this one. If we go through another one on top of it, there won't be too many people standing at the end of it. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's get this around the nation on Triple M. That uh, voice you just heard saying the word pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Off mic was a fair Chris Taylor from The Chaser. Yeah. Welcome back. And because... Uh, I thought that was a mandatory... No, no, you, Triple M, you've, you've got to reference pussies every now and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get the blokeometer happening. Do we need the blokeometer in here? It'd yeah. go very poorly on this program, mm, I'm suggesting, despite our sponsors, the Nissan Navara, with their huge pulling power. Mm. But, hey, because Chris is here, we've borrowed this sound from today to night. Fake. Oh, yes. we got any examples on the line of fakeness? Sam, are you there? Yep. Talk us through it. The need for four-wheel drives throughout suburbia driven by hundreds of soccer mums. Yeah. Fake. There's a lot of it about. Uh, how mad do you get about it? Pretty mad. Mm. Pretty. Um, I live in Hampton in Melbourne, and that's pretty much the heart of it. It's just. Every, it seems to be um, over you know, the ratio of uh, normal cars to four-wheel drives. It's insane. I always had this get-rich-quick scheme. You know how you see those squeegee guys at lights? Yes. Yeah. I always thought you could do it four-wheel drives and actually offer to put mud on their oh, cars to make it look oh, as if they've yes. gone off-road, just that's to make them look a, a bit cred. That's a really good idea. 
because there's so much, uh, if you drive through like a posh suburb about uh, 20 past three and go past a school, mm. you'll just see like, it's walled. It's a wall around the yeah, school of black four-wheel drives. You think it's Dick Cheney must be at the school and there's right. sort of like an FBI presence of, of convoy four-wheel drives. They've come to take E.T. away. That's <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, that's a good example of fakeness. Mm. Uh, thank you very much, Sam. Call us on one triple three five three of anything that you reckon is... Fake. That's right. And in the meantime, music? Yeah, music. Are we going to play? What did? Uh, How many songs have we done this hour, Tony? I think we've had. What are we two. up to? Are we up to our quota? We meant to have five per hour, <laughs> and recently we worked out the way to do it was just to go like about ten minutes Shortest. over. There you go. So the, technically, some of the songs are in the next hour. Just short songs, like you know, like they might be giants to those twenty-second songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> on Martin Malloy, we because I know this doesn't go on in radio anymore after the Fitzgerald inquiry, but uh, <laughs> they used to cut like a verse and a chorus. Oh yeah. Out of songs. You know that it yeah used to go on breakfast and, edits breakfast edits breakfast edits. Breakfast edits. So like a, there's a, there's a radio station that actually speeds up the songs definitely yeah, 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 they yeah. pitch them up I think it's the the, the froze that's fine it is what that is well we got on Martin Malloy we did a 53 second version of Summer of '69 by Brian Adams <laughs> thank you very much and not a single complaint <laughs> <laughs> no one cared let's have some music at full length here get this on Triple M. Thank you, Ganga Jang. Here, get this on Triple M. Chris Taylor from The Chaser is with us. Don't forget The Chaser. Uh, yes, it's repeat episodes, but still uh, worth a view. That's on tonight on the ABC. But what about fakeness? It's all around us. Any examples, Ed? Hi, Craig. G'day, Ed and Tony and Chris. Um, just uh, one that's come to our attention. I've actually seen it uh, happen quite a, quite a bit lately, but uh, in the real estate lift-out sections of the local papers, mm. uh, my son and I were going through that the other day, and we spotted the, the fake blue sky, cloudy blue sky, oh, and we actually we yes. thought it repeated uh, probably on five or six photos mm. over about four or five uh, suburbs. Mm. Uh, the same cloud formation, the exact same cloud formation. Oh. Yeah, fake! Well but, spotted, Craig. I know, yeah. Look, what benefit does that give a property? Uh, kind of Truman know, Show yeah, feel? It looks appealing. It, it jumps off the page. It's nice and colourful, but, um, you know, it's misleading, isn't it? It certainly is. It's tricky. I guess if you're selling a you know, property in Newcastle, you've got to Photoshop out that Pasha Bolka. <laughs> <laughs> the floods that are pouring down and look, the tarpaulin over the roof. You've got to make it look a bit appealing. Just no? turn that big tanker into a restaurant and be done with it. <laughs> all right? be good. Be perfect. Right? Uh, Craig, do you spend a lot of time looking through real estate ads? That's oh, look, I'm, I'm in the graphics industry, so I'm always on the lookout for sort of bad Photoshop work. Do you oh, ever no. go to realestate.com.au? Uh, uh, no. Oh, no, that's no. where you can look. And it's a great service. It's a, you know, convenient way to look for flats and stuff, but so many tricks there. When there's no shot of the outside of the property, that's okay. always a giveaway. Oh, yes. When the shot is just the view from the balcony, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we don't want to show you the house, but here's what across the road looks like. <laughs> that's always good. And yeah. I, I wrote down some small detail in the kitchen there somewhere. It's all that if, if they're going to go to the trouble of Photoshopping the weather, why don't they Photoshop the face of the real estate agent? <laughs> they always look a bit dodgy. Photoshop out the Bluetooth and white shoes. And what? here's one I wrote down, mirrors. Have you noticed that? Like if you've got a small boxy flat yeah, yeah. that you're trying to make look oh, bigger yeah. on the internet, just mirrors hanging on all the walls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And you get there and it's the Unabomber's shed. <laughs> mirrors have gone. All right, a lot of fakeness in real estate. Thank you, Craig. Who's next? Hi, Nathan. How are you? Not too bad, guys. Uh, what's fake, mate? Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but uh, our favourite crystal from Big Brother's Norg. Fake! Oh, no, I won't hear it. <laughs> I won't hear it. It's That's disappointing. Okay, what we've uh, been reckoning in here, because we do uh, tackle the big stories here at Get This, <laughs> is that they've gone even faker this week. Do you think there's any truth to that? 
Oh, I don't really know, to be honest. Mm. They're, they're, they're constantly growing by the looks of Yeah, like. the latest, it's... I mean, it's outrageous, the front of the new Zoo magazine. I'm sorry to drag you down to this level, uh, Chris. But yeah. Is there an issue of Zoo magazine that hasn't had Chris Forskett on the cover? <laughs> no. I, I haven't seen any of Ralph TV, but I'm guessing she's lurking somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't she voted uh, world's best bum? No, 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 no. Hey, Tony, please. No, sorry, that wrong. Was and it wasn't that was a... Boris Yeltsin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But hang on, wasn't the, like didn't Zoo Magazine have a poll for World's Best Bump and then give it to one of their own columnists? Yeah. That's what I'm suggesting. Oh, really? Oh. Was it the Booty Bank? Was it the Booty no, Bank? No, it's not awards? in the Booty Bank. You know the Booty Bank, Chris? No. SMS a picture a... of your ass. Yeah. Uh, they're just building a... Uh... Is there a fee at the Booty Bank? No, no. As <laughs> <laughs> many withdrawals as you want per month. No oh. fee. Uh, are you still there, Nathan, can I ask? Yeah, still here. Uh, you want to send your ass into Booty Bank? Oh, I'm still waiting for the uh, Ed Cavalier centerfold. Wow. Oh. Yeah. See, when you Join put the words still waiting and Ed Cavalier together, I mean, I have a list here somewhere. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a long queue. I have a list here. Yeah. What have we got? Okay. Ed's power ballad. Yeah, Remember that? Yeah, that was going to happen. The crap night out. What happened to that? Oh, yeah, that was our night out that we didn't do. Yeah, right. What about the rain dance exhibition? Oh. Did you ever get around to doing that? Oh, that's right, Tone. <laughs> so much to get on with. So no, much that I'm calling. Fight. Hey. What else we got? Hey, John. Hang on. Oh, hey, John. How are you? Mine would qualify as both fake and lavender. Good. And that'd be Peter Andre's uh, marriage to Jordan. Oh, oh lavender. Fake and Jeez. lavender. What evidence do you have? Uh, just look at Peter Andre. Okay. <laughs> okay. The funky junkie. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. I mean, you, you're suggesting that it's just something they've, you know, cooked up to help their careers. Does that yeah. go on, does it? Oh. What, what's the verdict on Erica and Jamie? Cook, cooked Ooh. up? Well. Would yeah. she stand to gain anything out of that reunion? Uh, no. <laughs> John's decided not commenting on oh, that. Oh, right. <laughs> he's got his lawyer. PBL lawyers have <laughs> muzzled him. Quick. <laughs> what did you say, John? I don't even know who he's talking about. Oh, there you go. Oh, Jamie Packer, yeah. I know. Well, verse John. Oh, okay. Yeah. His, his chin can't be real. He, so his chin can't be real. No, fair his chin. enough. Yeah. Said that installed. Had the wing keel put in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there's a whole bunch of fakeness. They're the only ones we can put to air, Chris. Absolutely right. <laughs> a lot of allegations. We've got more to ask you about mm. because uh, what else was I going to ask you? Oh, yes. About a pilot tone? Yeah, no, but you guys, <laughs> weren't you copying it from uh, Gerard Henderson recently? Oh, he had a serve. Oh, let's sizzle that up. For next here, get this. Oh, thank you very much. Good Charlotte. Is that good Charlotte? That no, it's Florentine. Oh, mediocre Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this on Triple M. Chris Taylor is with us, just distracting us off air. Uh, Sorry, what was the story with uh, Gerard oh, Henderson? Yes. No, a big think piece in the uh, the Fairfax media. He, 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 the, the theory went that the chaser runs the ABC. <laughs> Says the board has lost control, and that the chaser is a fiefdom. I use the word fiefdom, right? That that's dictating the uh, trespass policy at the ABC. Okay. Now, hang on a second. You're talking about Gerard Henderson, the man who runs the shadowy Sydney Institute, mm. mysterious organisation, well, refuses to reveal the source of its funding. Apparently, they wear sheets at their meetings. <laughs> Flaming crosses for everybody. <laughs> but then, where did the ABC have its launch? I think it was at the end of last year or maybe the beginning of That's this right. year. Yeah. Theatre restaurant. <laughs> Only. <laughs> it had happened at Dirty Dicks. <laughs> so then the board members could say all hail the beef when the new shows came out. No, but what they did is they went, we're having a new directions for the ABC launch. Let's have it at the Sydney Institute, right. run by Jared Henderson. Yeah. So you've got a guy who's running an institute that's basically dictating the policies of the ABC, yeah. going, those blokes over there who get half an hour, yeah. what, 26 times a yeah. year... 
out of control. <laughs> I'll give you... That does seem a bit yeah. odd. Because I heard it was the bananas in pyjamas. I, well, I mean, that does sound like but, one of those really fat blokes in Texas that had to be craned out of his house <laughs> accusing an Eritrean child of hogging some crumbs. <laughs> You, you know how you, you know how sorry you know how there's letter writers you know people who, oh, yeah. who spend their life writing letters to the green guide or yeah, yes. uh, Jared Henderson is one of those people this is probably not for public knowledge yeah, go but on yeah. he writes get this don't he, worry Jared Henderson writes a letter every day to the head of the ABC Ooh. just commenting on the previous night's programs just not but, up to scratch for Jared and he was going for the job of uh, media watch host wasn't he, was. he at one point he was and he's now been appointed by our government. Uh, to help draft a new Australian history curriculum. Oh, good. Gerard Henderson. <laughs> well, you know, was Piers Ackerman not available? Yeah. And by Andrew Bolt not? Yeah. Was David Irving not around to maybe help get some pointers in there <laughs> for the kids? shuttle was busy that week. It's good. What, what sort of things is he going to make our kids learn? The history of the Sydney Institute. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> Full rundown on the board minutes. Why Alan Jones is the most wonderful man <laughs> of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Says uh, Professor. If he put out Ralph, if, if he was publishing Ralph magazine, Miranda Devine, not Krista, would be on the cover of every <laughs> issue. Janet <laughs> <laughs> L. Brexit, fake or real? <laughs> but okay, so the chaser. We're running the ABC, apparently. Right, how do you. Never go- mind that it took us four years to get a show up there. Apparently, <laughs> we're running the place. <laughs> so, what? It's just basically anyone who doesn't echo the political views of Gerard Henderson is out of control and in a fiefdom. We gave him the shit. So I think it was in our very first episode of the, the War on Everything this year. We did this thing where the head of the, the American ambassador was giving a, a lecture at the, at the Sydney Institute, and we went along and did this David Hicks piece. Mm. And he's never forgiven us for it. He thought it was outrageous the ABC gave us permission to. I know. Kids with Gerard Henderson think about anything. <laughs> This is his theory we have. As long as you have an institute, yeah. suddenly your opinions are worth something. Absolutely. You know, if the blokes down at the London Tavern in Richmond, if they would just declare themselves to be the London Institute, <laughs> they would constantly be quoted the London Institute yeah. today had views on history yeah. in Australia. It's the Dirty Dicks Institute. <laughs> Picking up this afternoon. Uh, other big stories. I know we're running out of time, <sighs> but one thing that we do complain about on this show is uh, retailers mm. who put the word crazy in front of their name. Absolutely. Fake. Fake. Like, that is fun. I want a psychiatrist to actually diagnose them. <laughs> Are they crazy? Well, Crazy John's is coming good, finally, and, and hats off to Crazy John's. Hats off. Because, a, and this is all in the uh, field of alleged, obviously, but it's in the Herald Sun today in Melbourne. A woman says she is disgusted after finding 135 files of hardcore pornography on her new mobile phone, which she bought at uh, Crazy John's. It's fantastic. Yeah. This is part of the rebirthing of phones, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah. Why, so they get phones and then they... What do they do? They, they break them down, they erase Put porn on them. Put porn on them. Well, see, send them back out. The kids. <laughs> Crazy John is claiming it's not a case of that. All the phones that he's selling are new phones. Oh. So therefore, it's just... A uh, symptom yeah. of the insanity, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> He's staying behind in a straitjacket, using his nose to pick pornography <laughs> off the internet and put it into his phones. I'm all for it. The more crazy behaviour. Mm. <laughs> I remember Bob Franklin, good friend of ours, once did a sketch uh, and it was a bloke going past Crazy John's and walking inside and there's just nobody behind the counter and he's looking around and then he hears some whimpering and looks over behind the counter and it's just a man <laughs> curled up on the floor in a ball sobbing to himself. <laughs> One flew over the cuckoo's nest style. <laughs> That's what you want when you go to Crazy John's. Cr- like, why don't, why don't antique 
dealers. That's crazy. <laughs> or like jewellery, like crazy Tiffany's. <laughs> Why not? Why don't they do that? Why can't the bank be insane? <laughs> Just for once. Uh, we could natter on like this for hours. We certainly won't. There'll be trouble. Let's have one more song. Be back to wind things up in a moment. I'll get this. Oh, thank you, Alanis Morissette. No room for a struck match, Ed. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's sporting terminology. Yeah. Chris Taylor, thanks for sitting in. Oh, it's my the, pleasure. For the whole hour here at Get This, uh, many things to plug. Uh, when do the new episodes of The Chasers War on non-fakeness <laughs> begin? Fake episodes return early <laughs> September. And we are going to be doing some election specials, should John oh, Howard name a day. Uh Now, old episodes are available on a startling range of DVDs down at the, uh, well, I'm assuming everywhere. Everywhere. And there's a new one coming out. You can buy the first 13 episodes of this year coming out in August. Fantastic. Plus and all the old gears in ABC shops as well. What Fantastic. about this uh, musical? What if people are in Sydney and they want to see that? If, if they're interested in a little bit of musical comedy, Andrew Hansen and I have knocked up something called Dead Caesar. Go to sydneytheatre.com.au to book tickets. Opens next Wednesday. Fantastic. The old uh, Chaser website still up and running? I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all plugged out. <laughs> Wash my I've got hands nothing left. I'm all <laughs> plugged out. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to everyone who called in. And our key phrase today: Well, if you're German or speak German, <laughs> you'll enjoy this. It's the title of the film Bad Eggs in Germany. Mit Wallem Einsatz. And we'll be back tomorrow with George McEnroe. From our Brisbane office, and it's all thanks to that 4x4 we know and love. Yeah. The one with the more pulling power. I think you'll find it's the Nissan Navara. Now it's all out in you know. Lavender. The first 13 episodes of this year coming out in August. Fantastic. Plus and all the old gears in ABC shops as well. What Fantastic. about this uh, musical? What if people are in Sydney and they want to see that? If, if they're interested in a little bit of musical comedy, Andrew Hansen and I have knocked up something called Dead Caesar. Go to sydneytheatre.com.au to book tickets. Opens next Wednesday. Fantastic. And the old uh, Chaser website. Still up and running? I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all plugged out. <laughs> Wash my I've hands got nothing on left. It. I'm all dry. plugged out. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to everyone who called in. And our key phrase today, well... If you're German or speak German, <laughs> you'll enjoy this. It's the title of the film Bad Eggs in Germany. Mit Wallem Einsatz! And we'll be back tomorrow with George McEncroe from our Brisbane office. And it's all thanks to that 4x4 we know and love. Yeah. The one with the more pulling power. I think you'll find it's the Nissan Navara. Mm. Oh, it's all out in you know. Lavender!